Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Some folks don't stop till they find the truth. June's Journey is a roaring 20s murder mystery hidden object game. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android or iOS devices and on PC through Facebook games. Hey, Ray, how you feeling? You know, when the temperatures drop and we get that winter feeling things, it really affects me more. That's when I get that aching in my bones. But I found that CBD and medicinal together can take care of the majority of my aches and pains. The ones that, you know, you have every day as you age, but also the ones that you get from all those activities of taking care of business in the fall. No kidding. I've been doing a lot of raking because we have so many old trees around our house that you rake one day and then two days later... The yard's filled up with leaves again, so it's Think a never Think of it ending. as a workout program. <laughs> it totally is a workout program, but like you, the CBD with the medicinal makes a huge difference in relieving pain and allowing me to function normally. And that's why we're happy to have One CBD as our sponsor here on the podcast. Uh, go to onecbd.com. That's O N E C B D.com. Or follow them on at onecbd life on Twitter. And you can find out about all the aspects of what One CBD does to help you with your pain. One of the things that I like the most, Marcus, is that everything they purchase to be used in their CBD is 100% organically grown hemp free from pesticides and fertilizers, and that's important because it's important to know what you put in your body. I also like the fact that they're third-party lab tested and made in the USA. Because they're third-party lab tested, we know that there is some science backing up and making sure that what they're putting out is high quality and it's made right here in the USA, so jobs are provided. That science it's the science of nanoemulsion. I don't know what it is, but it sounds impressive. And they know what it is, and they know how to take care of business when it comes to your pain. At 1CBD, check them out online at 1CBD.com. O-N-E-C-B-D.com. Achieve a renewed sense of balance. It's a pocket podcast episode of the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll, brought to you by One CBD and by Crooked Eye Brewing in the heart of Hatboro. Marcus, December eighth, nineteen eighty, is coming up on forty years since that tragic day in rock and roll history when John Lennon was murdered. And you and I've discussed this many times: the the event itself and circumstances surrounding it. But it was such a heartbreaking event for me that it took until last year for me to even be able to go up to Strawberry Fields, not far from the Dakota, where John was gunned down on that fateful night in 1980. Former Beatle John Lennon is dead. He was shot a short time ago outside his Manhattan apartment building. He died at Roosevelt Hospital. Police have a suspect in custody. Former Beatle John Lennon murdered in New York. 
out of a limousine and they went inside the gate there and then all of a sudden they heard five, six shots and that was it. Four cops pulled John Lennon out and put him into the back of a police car and his mouth, he was bleeding from his mouth and he, he, it was a terrible sight. You know where I was that night and uh, some people who know us know where I was that night. It was a Springsteen concert in Philadelphia. The events were captured, I guess you'd say, by uh, my production buddy, Tony Maddox. And when I put the words down, he illustrated it and really, in a lot of ways, showed me how this podcast could sound with the work he did uh, on my telling of the night John Lennon died. And it has been posted as a blog on our website, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted to present it as like a little podcast as we approach the 40th anniversary. But we just wanted to come in and present this little mini episode i guess you'd say it's a podcasting when it was still in its infancy you got any thoughts you want to add you were at a bruce springsteen show i was watching monday night football when the news of john lennon's murder were made public by howard cosell and watching with your folks i was watching with my father and it's bizarre because i had just gotten double fantasy like Two or three weeks before it had just come just out, come out. Yeah, November seventeenth or something like that was the release date, and I had listened to it. I I still remember hearing just like starting over the first time, and I still remember hearing those songs on not only rock radio but top forty radio, and how much I was hearing them in those first few weeks of the album so i was really liking the album and then all of a sudden one of the most important guys ever in music that i had heard about was gone because of some crazy motherfucker that's all you can say about it yep i'm not saying his name no i i never have and will never Different times in our lives, different perspectives of the same event. I didn't know that you had been watching Monday Night Football with Dad when that came through. Yeah, 14 years old, so we were watching it. Well, let's get a word from Crooked Eye and then come back and get to that original podcast here on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. I was talking to Paul and Pete, man, and they want to offer a special thank you to all of the listeners of the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. What kind of special are you talking about? Everybody likes free beer, Marcus. How about a free 10-ouncer when you go in and mention the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll when you sit down and order your first drink? Free 10-ouncer, yes. Some of the most amazing brews you're going to find at any brewery in the Philadelphia area right there at York and Montgomery in the heart of Hatboro. We're talking about Crooked Eye Brewery. Pouring the cure for what ails you since 2014. My favorite of all the Crooked Eye beers is the Black Eye Stout. I love that Oh, yeah, you love that. that. Yes, you do. So smooth and just so full of flavor. Jeff manages to get more flavor. And the way he kind of masks the edge on the hops is oh, beautiful. And you can't beat going in, sitting down, saying, hey, I listened to the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. May I please have that free 10-ouncer? <laughs> free beer. Why not stop in and get a growler, a pint, a crowler? Take some home with you. And don't forget, the entertainment's back. It's coming back in stages. There's more and more stuff going on. And find out what events are back and when they are. It's Crooked Eye Brewery on Facebook. Right in the heart of Hatboro, the cure for what ails you. And a free 10-ouncer. When you mention the imbalanced history of rock and roll, and we thank them for their support. Now that we are refreshed, Ray, what do you say we move more into the meat of the matter? Uh, 
the meat of the matter, yes, yes. and share your podcast or your uh, little moment where you retold your experience of the night John Lennon was murdered. This was recorded about five years ago at the 35th anniversary of, of that night. And um, I haven't listened to it a lot. I noticed that it gets a lot of interest on our website. And I think I figured out why, because I re-listened to the, what we're about to listen to together in the last few days. And I realized how emotional my telling of my tale of the night John Lennon died is. Our life together is so precious together. We have grown, we have grown. And so we thought we should put it in a pocket podcast form, get it out to you guys so you can all hear it. We uh, put you in the imbalance time machine, grab a couple of brewskis from Crooked Eye, and let's go back now and uh, hear the tale of December 1980. That month was filled with excitement in my world. I had scored tickets to see one of my heroes, Bruce Springsteen, and his amazing E Street Band. Just weeks before, the boss had released this treasure trove of amazing music that he called The River. These three shows were bound to be amazing as I had purchased the maximum number of tickets for the last two nights and was going to be seeing the shows with the biggest Springsteen fans in my world. To top that off, I was going to cover the shows for my college station, WTSR in Trenton. So December 8th arrives, and we all pile into the car and head down 95. Me, my wife, our daughter Jessica, and our friends Alex and Nancy, and my brother Classic Joe. The show itself was amazing as Bruce pulled from his first four albums while making the double album The River the backbone of the night. Out of the gates with Born to Run, Prove It All Night, 10th Avenue Freeze Out, and Darkness on the Edge of Town, and they were off to the races with an astounding 31-song performance. It was wild and sweaty, pure E Street Band. The leader of the band, he had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand, taming this untamable rock and roll beast, a spectrum crowd. In the middle of the set, they played songs that I hadn't seen them play. Fire, Because the Night, and the kickoff of any holiday season, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. High Energy Finish doesn't begin to describe the sprint to the finish with Jungle Land, I'm a Rocker, and a smoking Detroit medley, all giving every last ounce of energy the man had that night. After the lights came up, my gang settled in the seats while I went to phone in my report. In the days before cell phones, that meant loading one of the long row of pay phones with quarters and making it quick. So the studio line rings, and it's answered by our GM, Greg Berniker. Confused, I asked why he was working that night, and he said, Where are you? After I said I was at the concert and calling in my report, he stopped me and told me the news. John Lennon had been shot in New York City earlier and was dead. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. As the shock of his words washed over me, I looked down the row and noticed the other people on payphones, most likely calling to tell their ride that they were ready to be picked up, were all in tears and hysterics. I babbled something to Greg and, and hung up. Returning to the seats, everyone was chatting and joking, and someone noticed my demeanor and said, what's wrong? I then had to tell everyone what I had just heard. 
I can't imagine the look on my face, but I remember their response as my words sunk in. We started the walk out and to the car silently in contrast to the energy that everyone had been experiencing just 15-20 minutes before. As we reached the street, I heard Beatles music coming from a car and the driver shouted, They killed John Lennon! I remember getting to the car and MMR was playing Dizzy Miss Lizzie, which still takes me back to that moment whenever I hear it. The ride home was a blur. My brother drove. The only thing I remember is my daughter quietly asking, What's wrong with Daddy? Someone in the back seat quietly explained, and all I really heard was your dad's hero. The next day, I was on the air at 10 a.m. and started my show with the pronouncement of what we knew and then played Number 9 Dream. The phone started ringing. One young Trenton stater asked incredulously, What did you just say? I told him the news again, and he confessed that he'd gone to bed early after studying the night before. The day went on with music and tributes and word that Yoko said that the Bruce's concert in Philly that night should go on as planned. The boss would provide the salve for this gaping wound. I'd just like to say one thing, I'd appreciate it, that it's a hard night to come out and play tonight when so much has been lost to, to you. The first, record, the first record that I ever learned was a record called Twist and Shout. It was a beat record. And if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for John Lennon, we'd all be someplace very different tonight. world and you get asked to live with a lot of things that are just unlivable and it's a hard night to come out and play but there's just nothing else you can do the december 9th show was like a mega tent rock and roll revival Bruce talked about the events in New York the night before and put on even more of an intense show, if that's possible, than the one on the 8th. Back-to-back jungle ends, making three in a row if you went on the 6th, would normally have been one of those unthinkably amazing occurrences and what most people would have been talking about. After repeating the same encore as he did on the 8th, the band left the stage and after waving goodnight, Bruce began following them down the stairs. And about halfway down, there was a commotion below him, and the boss did a 180, and the band follows him back up. He said something about almost forgetting this one and launched into Twist and Shout. And over the next few minutes, it took that crowd to an otherworldly place, but also applied some serious first aid to 16,000 hearts, bleeding for the loss of a man who preached unity and peace, was felled by senseless violence. The revival then folded its tent and moved on to Providence. The first week of December, for me, for many years, saw clouds of gloom gather as the 8th approached. Over time, the heaviness of the anniversary lightened slowly at first. I know now that feeling if it shows up and can manage to work through it, but December 8th will always be a dark day. Now, almost 35 years after a day when evil won and peaceable people worldwide had some of their innocence stolen, we remember and look forward to a day when the world will indeed live as one. Gets me every time, buddy. Mm-hmm.
And, you know, sometimes you do a performance of something and you don't think much about it. And I remember hearing that this had originally gotten a big response as far as hits when it was first released. And I really kept up on all that stuff. I didn't understand podcasting back then. And as I see how these things go, I'm glad that we put that out there in this episode. I think it shares, for anybody in Philadelphia who went to those Springsteen shows, I think it shares a lot of uh, the same commonality and there's probably a number of people nodding right now who listen to us in the philadelphia area that were there it's one of those things man it's one of those strange places you were at a strange time in common shared experience life here in the 20th century 21st century yeah yeah I was thinking about this while we've been putting this episode together, and you that night were at a Bruce Springsteen concert. The energy of a Bruce Springsteen concert is so feel good and dance and boogie and have fun Mm -hmm. and sing and rock and roll. And then to have this guy have to, who is one of the most upbeat, live, and amazing human beings when it comes to concert performances, has to bring it all down to a level that you're just like, holy fuck. And well, the next night was the thing, you know, as they tell it in the story, you know, that, that, that we were all able to get together and somehow heal a little bit mm-hmm. and, and, and process it a little bit together with the same common experience of the night before so many people were there for both nights. It, it's something that if you experienced it, if you were there for the, those shows and, and those nights, uh, you run into somebody and you can start talking about it like that. And I've had that happen, so... Thanks for letting me share this with everybody, Marcus. I know it's a, kind of a, a, a somber occasion, but also it gives us a chance to remember John Lennon and all we loved about him. You bet. I'm glad that uh, we got to share these stories because everybody that was around at that time period has a John Lennon story from the night that he was killed. So we'll catch you on the next episode. And we thank our sponsors, One CBD and Crooked Eye, for their support of everything we do here. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus in the Darkest. And this is the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll. Happy Christmas, Kelko. Happy Christmas, Julian. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. And so this is Christmas.
Some folks don't stop searching till they find the truth. And if you've got the eye of a detective, June's Journey is the game for you. Play as June Parker in a gripping murder mystery adventure as you find hidden objects to help solve her sister's death. You'll hunt for clues in hundreds of beautifully illustrated scenes set in the Roaring Twenties. With more than a thousand scenes filled with clues, there's always something new to discover. You may even trek across the globe for your next lead. Every week, new chapters are added with new characters to meet and places to search. Plus, there are tons of fun, unique features to keep you entertained. From building your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings, to collecting scraps of information on each character to fill your photo album. You can even play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today, available on Android and iOS mobile devices, as well as on PC through Facebook games. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.